Hello? Anybody home? Today, I want you to open your mind. I've almost come to the conclusion that the story is so damning that the mass of people can't deal with it. We are in process of developing a whole series of techniques to get people actually to love their servitude. We face a hostile ideology, global in scope, atheistic in character, ruthless in purpose and insidious in method. Well, we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence. To change the minds and the attitudes and the beliefs of the people of the world, and especially the United States, to bring about one world socialist totalitarian government. The potential for the disastrous rise of misplaced power exists and will persist. It has patterned itself after every dictator who has ever planted the ripping imprint of a boot on the pages of history since the beginning of time. If you can get people to consent to the state of affairs in which they are living, then you have a much more easily controllable society than you would if you were relying wholly on clubs and firing squads and concentration camps. Tools of conquest do not necessarily come with bombs and explosions and fallout. There are weapons that are simply thoughts, attitudes, prejudices, to be found only in the minds of men. The military-industrial complex not only controls our government, but they control our culture. As you connect the dots between different people, organizations, places, religions, history, suddenly the picture starts to form. If you don't connect the dots, it's just a mass of what's all this about. The kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful, to make this life a wonderful adventure. Someone born in the United States is not more special than someone born in Mexico. Someone who is white is not more special than someone who is black. They're just vehicles for the consciousness to experience. Brutes have risen to power, but they lie. They do not fulfill their promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. War is peace. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. They do not want your children to be educated. They do not want you to think too much. It was learned that the aliens had been and were then manipulating masses of people through secret societies, witchcraft, magic, the occult, and religion. They reach into our children in music, television, books. Pray on children's innocence. How can I disprove lies that are stamped with an official seal? So if you have the opportunity to stand next to one of these machines, it feels like an altar to an alien god. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. You can deny all the things I've seen, all the things I've discovered, but not for much longer, because too many others know what's happening out there. And no one, no government agency has jurisdiction over the truth. Any state, any entity, any ideology that fails to recognize the worth the dignity, the rights of man, that state is obsolete. A case to be filed under M for Mankind in the Twilight Zone. It's about time some of you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Freedom is the privilege to be right. Freedom from the disasters of our mistakes. It's the heart that says, I will not acquiesce. Across the gulf of space, intellects, vast and cool and unsympathetic.
guarded our planet with envious eyes. Perception is the key, and the heart yeah. is the solution. Heart perception will change everything. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. You can visit the network website, thefringe.fm, to download the free Fringe FM apps. You can find those in the application stores on your phone. So you can listen to the show and the Fringe FM five nights a week, Monday through Friday, The Secret Teachings, the Fringe FM seven days a week. If you'd like to contact us, you can email the secret teachings at rdgable at yahoo.com. Find us on social media at facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings and check out our website, www.thesecretteachings.info, where you can find the full show archive with all of our past episodes with great guests and timeless subjects. You'll also find the montage archive on the website, and you'll find my books that are published, soft cover, autographed if you'd like. We do the self-publishing now, a little bit better than a publisher. We have all the copies here in studio. That is thesecretteachings.info, the books, the subscriptions for the archive, and more, www.thesecretteachings.info. Last week, we had uh, our good friend Jack from the Messenger of Information website, messengerof.info, where I always kind of called it like... um, a spiritual or more conspiratorial. I'm not sure what the wording would be, but it's kind of like a drudge report. Jack puts a lot of links up there to videos and to documentaries and to news articles. So messengerof.info is his website. We also link up all of the news articles that we talk about on the Secret Teachings website. So we had Jack on last Wednesday. The show was called Your Doctor Thinks You're Dead. And we discussed the origin of of germ theory and the medical scientific battle between Antoine Bicamp and Louis Pasteur, who basically plagiarized a lot of his ideas in a direct and indirect way uh, pertaining to germs being the idea behind disease, the reasoning, the cause. Others like Bicamp saw these uh, germs as nothing more than things that exist and they are part of the natural process of the body and expelling toxins or they change based on environmental uh, things. So we talked with Jack about that. Jack is with us now on the line for a short first segment. And then tonight's going to go really fast. We have Mike D, another good friend of the show. He's been with us for seven, eight, nine years, somewhere around there. I lose track of time, but Mike D is with us tonight as well. Let's welcome Jack first. Jack, can you hear me okay? How you doing, buddy? I, I can hear you fine, Ryan. Excellent. And by the way, we also talked the other day about uh, um, the PCR test, which is being used as the COVID test. That's right. You know what? We have a lot of clips to play, so let's just go ahead and jump to that. Let's uh, let's play the Kerry Mollis PCR test analysis he's telling us he's the inventor of pcr right jack yes in 1993 and he won the uh, nobel prize in chemistry that year for developing the pcr and he died uh somewhere around uh, the middle Uh, to end of summer last year 2019 right right before the scamdemic very convenient that he wouldn't be around to challenge the authority of, of the official narrative about how the pcr test is being used 
And I think for a lot of people, even doctors and nurses, they don't even necessarily know what a PCR test is, even though they're administering it. So for others, they're hearing about the PCR test for the first time. This is what the inventor who won the Nobel Prize, this is what the inventor, Kerry Mollis, said about the PCR test. If, if they could find this virus in you at all, and with PCR, if you do it well, you can find almost anything in anybody. It starts making you believe in the sort of Buddhist notion that everything is contained in everything else, right? I mean, because if you can amplify one single molecule up to, a, to something that you can really measure, which PCR can do, then there's just very few molecules that you don't have at least one single one of them in your body, okay? So that could be thought of as a misuse of it just to, to claim that it's meaningful. Those tests are all based on things that are invisible and they are the results are inferred in a sense. PCR is separate from that. It's just a process that's used to make a whole lot of something out of something. That's what also, it is. Um, and it's, they, it's not, it doesn't tell you that you're sick and it doesn't tell you that the thing you ended up with really was going to hurt you or anything like that. It, it doesn't tell you that you're sick. It doesn't tell you that what you have is what's going to make you sick. It just amplifies genetic material in the body. And if you amplify it enough, you can find that anybody has anything, even if they're not sick. The whole PCR test then is based on a fraud to imply that it means something that it doesn't. And that's the founder, the inventor of the test, Kerry Mollis. It's incredible. He was a biochemist. He it, created it. You heard the, You heard his own words. Those are his own words. Now let's listen. What else do, what else do people need to know? That that there is a damning piece of evidence, first of all. But if we go beyond the PCR test, I think that there are many things that can be shown, whether it's the testing or the way that when somebody dies, they put those tests, those numbers into another category. So they can say the flu vaccine is working this year. It's almost 100% effective because nobody's dying from the flu. I think that most most of you listening have, have heard that hundreds of times by now. This is a clip of something you might not have heard. I wanted to talk with you, Jack, about this. This is the chief medical officer in Canada. He's kind of like the Dr. Fauci of Canada. He looks less psychotic, but he, he's chief medical officer of Canada. Uh, and he said that they cannot... And this is in Canada, right? This is in Canada. This isn't the United States. So I'd say maybe they have, they have less sovereignty or freedom than the United States does you know, for its citizenry. Um, still a very open and free country. But here's what the chief medical officer of Canada said. They can't force you to get a vaccine. So he's being honest. Under no circumstances can they force you to take a vaccine or, in essence, to do any kind of medical treatment or any kind of medical procedure, but they can basically end your life and prevent you from living if you don't take their vaccine or take their medical treatment or whatever it might be. So I want to play this for you, Jack, and then we'll have uh, have some commentary on it. It's a very short clip. The Chief Medical Officer of Canada, here's what he had to say. So similar to our, our all our immunization programs in the province of Ontario, um, and we have some special acts related to that, like the Immunization of School Pupils Act, etc. Uh, we can't force someone to take a vaccine. Uh, that's clear. And because we want to make sure that people say they only would want it. And we want to make sure we have all the information they need, as well as all the safety information, etc. 
what we can do is to say sometimes for access or ease in getting into certain settings, if you don't have vaccination, then you're not allowed into that setting without other protection and promote materials. So what may be mandatory is proof uh, of immunization or vaccination with a proper product in order to have latitude and freedom to move around in certain, like to access into long-term care facilities or the hospital. I mean, that's, it goes on, but that's it right there. You, you, it's not mandatory, but mandatory means you'll have to have the vaccine card that CNN just told us uh, three or four days ago. You'll have to have the vaccine card to travel, or as this doctor, uh, Dr. Williams said, you'll have to have the vaccine card to uh, to be lateral, to be able to move and have freedom. But it won't be mandatory. Don't worry. It's coercion. We know it's coming. We've known it's coming since this all started. And it comes back to, I would say, will police enforce it? Because it absolutely is coercion. When you're turned away, Ryan, a few months from now from going into the grocery store to buy necessities so that you can nourish yourself and live and they won't let you in the grocery store because you haven't been vaccinated. Cause I don't have a vaccine pass. That's, that's where we're at. I mean, you know, take, uh, put aside the travel ban, people not being able to fly, people not being able to go to the fitness center, It will come to most likely people, employers will not hire you unless you've had the vaccination. So, yes, in essence, it does end your life. It certainly ends any freedom that you have at the present time, which, of course, has been diminished greatly since February. So it's not looking good. Here are a couple of other things on that note, too, that I I wanted to ask you about. I I think that they're common sense. I think a lot of people have asked these questions. Some people might be a little bit scared to ask them. They seem really obvious. You say you can't even go to like a fitness center, right? You have issues going to the gym. They're closing gyms down. They're telling certain businesses, governors are, that they can stay open, others that they can't stay open. Well, here's an article just as an example. An article from Yahoo News uh, from Best Life, and there are tons of these. This is just one I pulled. It said almost all COVID transmission is happening in these five places. And the five places they list are restaurants, bars, cafes, hotels, and houses of worship. So if you go to church and then go get a drink after church, this is one of the major ways that you're getting COVID. But you can go stand in line at Walmart, Target, Best Buy, etc., and those places aren't dangerous so where i just where's the logic here boy i just realized that i have a major problem with covid because i'm in all of those pretty much all those five places that you just mentioned because typically what i do is pay for a hooker take her out to dinner (laughs) get drunk go to a hotel and then the next morning I usually do this my weekly routine on Saturday night, and then Sunday morning, of course, I go to church. And then you go to get ask a, for forgiveness, and then you go. So get I'm a, in I'm in big trouble here. Then you go get a cup of coffee at the cafe after church, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then then you'll need to quarantine, Jack. See, this doesn't make any sense, does it? You can go, so you can go to Walmart, but you can't go to a hotel. You know, 
or some hotels, like the big chains are okay, but they're, they're talking about, you know, small hotels. You don't want to go to that, that very small, you know, motel in a small town. That's dangerous. And, but you can go course, to that's you can go where to Hilton. I go because, you know, usually the, the Motel 6 is the cheapest. So um, you know, I try and keep my costs down. Um, since the the hooker is quite expensive, probably so, probably pretty expensive. Yeah, do you make her get yeah. the COVID test? No, no. But I do make her wear a mask. Oh, you make her wear the mask during sex, yeah. But that's kind of a turn on thing for me, so it, it serves a double purpose, you know. I bet you that if I go look up pornography right now, I'm going to find that's like a trend. I bet you that watching people in masks have sex is like some new fetish or if it isn't already it's going to be that's going to be a new fetish like the whole our whole perception of reality has dramatically changed in the last couple of months so much so that here's something that bothers me you you say coercion right uh, the doctor in canada a uh, doctor williams i believe is his last name his first name is david chief medical officer of canada we can't force you to do something, but we can co- we can coerce you. Well, yeah. well, here's something. That's, I mean, what's the difference? Well, right, right, that's the see, that's the question. What is the difference? The difference is people think mandatory means that you're going to have a gun to your head, and if you don't take it, they're going to shoot you or put you in jail. No, you just won't be able to buy food. You won't be able to go to work. You won't be able to go to school. You won't be able to have families, go to weddings, go to funerals, have a birthday party. That's what it means. It is effectively ending your life, as you said. And so if if they're basing this, Jack, like on coercion, right? And that's what he's saying. The, the chief medical officer said it's co- he didn't use the word coercion, but he defined coercion. We will take things away from you until you do it, right? Well, yes. I did a show on Friday last week called Webs Weaved, and I talked about the United States Patriot Act, Public Law 10756, passed October 26, 2001. This is how the Patriot Act defines domestic terrorism. Section 802, you can look up the Patriot Act on the Congress website, the the United States Congress website. Section 802, the term domestic terrorism means activities that appear to be intended to intimidate or coerce a civilian population. So by definition in the Patriot Act, coercion to accept vaccines or any kind of medical treatment not only is a violation of uh, the nuremberg code and human rights code uh, human rights law state and federal law in the united states it's a violation of the patriot act these people are terrorists by definition but but the same people that wrote the patriot act the same psychopaths and sociopaths that signed it and put it into law and lied about what it actually does they're terrorists based on their own definition of the word. I think that's really important. I think they should be prosecuted under the Patriot Act. By who? Well, there's another question. <laughs> a lawyer with balls or... I mean, it could, It's not the lawyer. The lawyer could do the, the proper thing. The legislature. Well, look, at, look at our friend Rick, Mar- uh, Rick Martin, who's, who's filed suits against all the governors and other and Bill, Bill Gates, actually, for that matter. And it's just getting stonewalled in the uh, in the courts because but, they're all in cahoots, the judges. And so you have to have the lawyer no justice. You got to have the, the lawyer and the judge and you got to have you got to have the I mean, it depends on what the situation is, but you have to have the legislature behind you. Otherwise, it doesn't work. And, and I think the idea 
of American, the American Republic and American democracy, which is a segment of the republic, it's a republic, not a democracy, is that you preserve the rule of law by actually enforcing the rule of law. And when yeah. people understand that they can subvert it in certain ways and exploit that open system and corrupt it, then if you have all the officials, judges, congressmen, etc., that are corrupted or that are openly a part of a part of the, 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 the corruption in the system, if you will, then it doesn't really matter what the law is. Criminals will do whatever they want to do regardless. So it's very, very dangerous. And to even speak of something like this, I'm sure could probably have you listed as a domestic terrorist for suggesting that these people are terrorists. It's a very dangerous game. Well, the sheriffs would be the best bet, but they're not they're not taking action and, and no. the the cult that's behind all of this, they know that even if one governor was uh, a uh, what's the word um, arrested a, not, uh, well arrested and and then and then you know taken to court and ended up doing jail time, which that that would take a long time for that process to happen as always. but just even if they were charged and arrested, and, you know, sitting in a jail cell waiting for their court date, um, they know that if that happens, if that happened twice, if that happened three times, if that happens four times, then the domino effect is going to take effect. And so they cannot allow that to happen. And and I'm sure that they covered their their, all their bases uh, on the legal front before they uh, implemented this uh, pan pan scam pandemic. Well, this so this this is and and so many of them are in cahoots anyway. So, well, this is what happens when you you have the chief medical officer in Canada saying, "Look, our laws prevent us from forcing you to do this." They they very well know what they're doing, whether it's someone who's a doctor or it's a, a senator or a congressman, someone who's corrupt, someone who doesn't doesn't really have any uh, morals. Whomever it might be, it could be Fauci, it could be Bill Gates. They know how to subvert the rule of law. Look, the the easy thing to say is anyone in a key position, whatever that might be, is in the know. They knowingly and willingly, well, probably willingly. Some of them, maybe not all of them. I mean, I think a lot of them are are actually mind controlled. Um, No no doubt in my mind about that or possessed and or both. But uh, regardless – I, I I tell you, you know who who is in this satanic cult that's behind this, the New World Order, whatever you want to call it, just by looking around and look at the officials, whether it's police officials, military officials, media personnel, um, politicians, um, these, again, officials who were never voted in but just appointed – when they do the wrong thing, you know they're part of the network, the criminal, the crime syndicate, you, if you will. When you see governors and mayors and doctors and even celebrities, Hollywood celebrities, all telling you to do things like social distance and wear masks and not get together, and then you have governors and mayors and congressmen and others that are blatantly going to parties, they're going to restaurants, cafes, they're going to all the places they can catch COVID and none of them are wearing a mask, whether it's the governor of California uh, or it's the uh, Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, going to get her hair done 
or it's uh, the mayor of uh, Denver, or you have uh, you know top doctors like famous doctors that are saying wear a mask, and then they're seen on a party boat in Miami with a bunch of half naked women without masks. <laughs> that's that's a true story, by the way. I mean, it's just it's mm-hmm. incredible. That shows you that those people, as you said, that are in the know, they're not worried about getting sick. If they were, then I mean, at least for the public perception, they would be wearing those masks and distancing. But they're not worried at all because there's no consequence for not doing it, which includes getting sick. They're not worried about getting sick. So what does that tell you? It goes back to when this all started in February. I kept saying, look, go look at every one of those president uh, presidential press conferences and all that. There they all are. Fauci and I can't even remember what was the lady's name. Fauci's assistant. Bricks. Yeah, they, they dropped her. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know whatever happened to her, actually. I don't know why we haven't talked about maybe that. She, but, maybe, um, maybe she had, like, a revelation. She's like, wait a minute, I don't know if these numbers are right, and then she died. Uh, so, yeah, they were never wearing masks, and they, were, they weren't they were social conditioning up on the, on the <laughs> platform up there and well, at the podium. He, he, so what's that tell you? I mean, that was early, early on. Here's a question for you, Jack. We got Jack from the Messenger of Information website, messengerof.info. Mike D is coming up next. Two two things for you, real quick here in these last couple of minutes, this first segment. Personal protective equipment. We've heard that a lot. PPE, personal protective equipment like masks and uh, face shields, right? That's the PPE. So here's my question They tell you masks protect others, not you, vaccines protect others, not you. Well, then why not call it other people protective equipment? Why is it called personal protective equipment? If it's personally (laughs) protecting me, but it's only protecting others when I put it on, it doesn't protect me. Why is it called personal protective equipment? Right. This doesn't make sense to me. You have have a quick comment on that? Same as why do they call it a flu shot? Shouldn't it be called an anti-flu shot? (laughs) Right. Or the American Cancer Society. The American By the way, Society. before we wrap up here, I just wanted to let you know I've been busy uh, working on a new kind of a, I wouldn't call it a superhero character, but you remember the Lone Ranger. I do remember the Lone Ranger, yes. Okay. Well, I, I'm working on, on a, new, uh, a new story, a new character, and, and, and he's called Bizarro Lone Ranger. Because if, if you remember the, the thing that people used to say as after the Lone Ranger saved the day and rode off, the people would always say, who was that masked man? So the Bizarro Lone Ranger had, w- was never seen with a mask on. So who was that and, unmasked man? Yeah, who was that unmasked man? Yeah. Well, you know what? He, he, he always avoids being masked. And, uh, it, you know, now the Lone Ranger was never captured or held for any length of time by lawmen. But I'm not so sure. I haven't quite figured out that part of the script. Um, if the bizarro Lone Ranger, if it will be that he was never captured or held um, because he didn't wear a mask, or if he was always captured and held because he wasn't wearing a mask. So I'm, I'm not quite sure how I'm going to fit that into the script yet. Let, let, let me fit this last clip in there on that note. Joe Biden, the president-elect, right, they call him, they, he's speaking from the office of the president-elect, which doesn't exist. 
listen to what Joe Biden said and listen to how there's just something. It's like very sinister and very serpentine. Listen to what he says about what he wants you to do when he gets in office. Day I'm inaugurated to say I'm going to ask the public for 100 days to mask. Just 100 days to mask. Not forever. 100 days. And I think we'll see a significant. Just 100 days. Just like just a- 100. It's only going to be for two weeks, Ryan. Two Back weeks. in February. Just two, two weeks. weeks. Now it's almost a year so, later. So for the people that the average person who doesn't listen to this show, the average person, the mask majority, the mask majority the name of tonight's show, who d- listens to media, they listen to uh, authorities, whatever it is, wherever it is that they get their information from whomever it is. Two weeks has turned into permanent lockdowns, the Great Reset, restructuring the world, getting rid of cash, restructuring the entire social order, uh, basically the Great Leap Forward from Mao Zedong and Communist China is the, the Great Reset and vice versa. And uh, making sure that you don't have a choice whether or not you get vaccinated or you take medical treatment or if you quarantine. Two weeks turned into that. But Joe Biden said, don't worry, just 100 days. It's all masking. Day I'm inaugurated to say I'm going to ask the public for 100 days. That's it. To mask. Okay. Just 100 days. Just 100 days. Remember, right there, just don't worry about it because Creepy Joe said he's going to Ask the public. Yes, he's, he's not going to demand it. He's just going to ask. He's just going to just very polite, Lynn. Can you guys put a mask? Can you mask up for us, please? Come on, yeah. come on, man. Just mask up. It, and and if not, you'll be tasered. You know, so right. so they're not going to force you to do it. But if you don't do it, uh, they'll they'll taser you. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get one other little um, tongue in cheek? bit of information out because I've coined a new phrase, not not a new phrase, but I, I want to get credit very, for this. Very quickly, okay. very quickly. The governor in Oregon, the state of Oregon, is she's, you know, she's a, a, a tyrant like the rest of them. Her name's Kate Brown, and I just wanted to be the first one to come up with a new nickname for her, which I now refer to her as Kate Brownhole. I'm going to I'm going to stick with bitch. <laughs> Psychopath, sociopath. I think brown hole is kind of fitting, though. But uh, what can't she be? All those things. She could be all those yeah, things. Well, I think she is all those things. Just like she's, uh, Newsom. She's the, the rest- c word, which I I don't like that word, and and that's about as low as it gets. But uh, yeah, I would oh. I would take it from bitch to the c word. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree with you. I would too. Here's a quote: Klaus Schwab. Unlike certain past epidemics, COVID-19 doesn't pose a new existential threat. Okay, then why are we masking up for 100 days? How did two weeks turn into mandatory vaccines, vaccine passes, not being able to travel across state or international borders, not being able to buy food unless you have a mask or you have a shield or you have a vaccine? Doesn't pose a new existential threat. That kind of sounds like Klaus Schwab told us, There's nothing to worry about, which is why none of the governors and mayors and people in government are worried about getting sick. They're out partying without masks on. It's a giant joke, not to mention what Carrie Mollis said. Even if you have it in your body, it doesn't mean that you're sick or that you're going to spread it to somebody else. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Jack, final comments. And then we got Mike D coming up. 
Hayo Silver, away! The, ma- the unmasked, who was that unmasked man? <laughs> all right, Jack, you have a good night. Question, question everything all the time. Bye, folks. All right, Info. I'm Ryan Gable. There's more after this with Mike D. rdgable at yahoo.com, facebook.com forward slash the secret teachings. Subscribe to the archive today. It's $40, our end of the year special. You get access to the archive, the montages, the books, and you get a free book. Just check it out at www.thesecretteachings.net. If there's more after this, don't go anywhere. they could find this virus in you at all and with pcr if you do it well you can find almost anything in anybody it starts making you believe in the sort of buddhist notion that everything is contained in everything else want more of the fringe check out the fringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows also don't forget to check out the fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the paranormal radio app and talk stream live where the normal and paranormal collide it's the fringe fm every year around the holidays we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at the secret teachings That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info My name is Alex Exum and you're listening to The Fringe FM. So you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on 24-7 with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Why listen to the Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with lighting the void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings, 
If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash the secret teachings. This is Kev Baker of the Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below, it's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out The Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info Alex Exum. My name is Alex Exum and you're listening to The Fringe FM. So, you love talk radio, then you'll love TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live is always on, 24-7, with the best streaming talk shows. Find your favorite talkers and discover some new ones. It's free, readily available online, or on mobile with any smartphone or tablet. Finding your favorite talk shows all in one place has gotten a whole lot easier. Just go to TalkStreamLive.com. Be sure to download the free apps from Google Play or the iTunes App Store. Why listen to the Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with Lighting the Void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is The Secret Teachings. 
If you'd like to contact the show, email Ryan at rdgable at yahoo.com or find him on Facebook at facebook.com slash thesecretteachings. This is Kev Baker of The Kev Baker Show. You can find me at Truth Frequency Radio or on my home website, www.kevbakershow.com. And you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. The truth is out there. And so are we. KTLK. Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. Hello, folks. This is Jordan Maxwell. My website is jordanmaxwellshow.com, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. Excellent shows. Keep listening with your host, Ryan Gable. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below, it's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. This is David Icke, and you are listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. It's time you got acquainted with the real hard truth. What has he got? If not himself, then he has not the right to say. I'm Ryan Gable, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings on The Fringe FM. Tonight's topic, The Masked Majority. Our good friend and co-host Jack joined us in the first segment. Now we have Mike D. joining us for the remainder of the show. Mike, welcome back to the show. Can you tell us who that was and what that was so I don't get sued for playing more than 30 seconds? Yeah, that was Frank Sinatra my way, and he's talking about the right to say what you feel and uh, not to bow down and kneel. So I think it goes along good with the show. Yeah, a little Frank Sinatra doesn't hurt. I got something for you, though, Mike. I want you to listen to something here. I want you to tell me what you think of this. This is a commentary, an audio clip of Carrie Mollis. Do you know who Carrie Mollis is? No, I do not. Okay, Kerry Mollis in the 90s, he was a biologist. He invented the PCR test that's being used for COVID diagnosis. And this is what Kerry Mollis had to say about the PCR test. This is really incredible. So, so listen to this. It's like 30, 40 seconds. If they could find this virus in you at all, and with PCR, if you do it well, you can find almost anything in anybody. It starts making you believe in the sort of Buddhist notion that everything is contained in everything else, right? I mean, because if you can amplify one single molecule up to to something that you can really measure, which PCR can do, then there's just very few molecules that you don't have at least one single one of them in your body, okay? So that could be thought of as a misuse of it just to, to claim that it's meaningful. Those tests are all based on things that are invisible and they are the results are inferred in a sense. PCR is separate from that. It's just a process that's used to make a whole lot of something out of something. 
That's what also, it is. Um, and, they, and, and that's when they amplify the tests to 45 or so cycles when the average test is 30 or 32. That's the inventor of the PCR test saying that just because you have a particle in your body doesn't mean that you're sick. And just because the test turns up positive for something doesn't mean that you're contagious or that you have any kind of illness at all. It's just a marker, an identifier. And that that particular audio clip is really, really important, I think, Mike, because it totally demolishes the entire argument for this increase in testing for COVID-19 or for anything for that matter and the claim that we have all these skyrocketing cases and the whole thing is based on a, a test that the inventor says shouldn't be used for what it's being used for. I think it's pretty interesting. Yeah, because it's uh, it, it it generates false positives. I mean, false neg- uh, well, false positives. Yeah, false positives, and also uh, it's just it's unreliable, and it shouldn't be used at all. It's, it's it's ridiculous that it's even being used. It is. It's also ridiculous. I read this in the news today. I was talking with Jack about it earlier. They say that there are five ways that you can catch COVID-19. Going to a bar, going to a cafe, going to a restaurant, going to a hotel, and going to a religious service at a house of worship, temple, synagogue, whatever. I find that interesting that you can catch COVID there, but you can't catch it at Walmart. Isn't that right, kind of suspicious? Walmart, can't, can't catch it at Target. No, not at, definitely you not know, at Target. Are, are they spraying like every cereal box because you know if someone has COVID, someone touches it, you touch right, the box to right. get it. You no, know? they spray. Is they, for, is they forcing everybody with the gloves? You know, it's 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 ridiculous. I found that some people play along with it until it becomes personally an inconvenience, and then suddenly these protective measures don't matter as much anymore. I've noticed that, and and I noticed something else. I, I mentioned this earlier on the show tonight. PPE, personal protective equipment. I have a question for you, Mike. If it's personal protective equipment, the implication by the name is that it should be protective of you. It's personal protective equipment. But yet we've been told that PPEs are meant to protect other people. Masks are meant to protect other people. Shouldn't it be called, you know, OPPE, other people protective equipment, not personal protective equipment? That one kind of got me. I don't understand that. It's supposed to protect other people. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a brilliant, you know, the, the evildoers, the evildoers that uh, brought this along. Tur- they're not terrorists. So that's, that's, that's perfect to uh, rip the public apart by saying, you know, well, if you're, you know, you need to wear a mask, you know, to protect uh, me if, if you're, if, if, if you have it and you don't know you have it. And, you know, the thing is, that if they were, you know, the people that are saying that and get it on your face and yell and scream and point, put on a mask, are usually the ones that are like 300 pounds and uh, <laughs> uh, their, shoving their face full of candy and sugar, and they're yelling at you to put on a mask, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got into it with, uh, well, n- numbers of people over the last uh, 12 months, over the last year, roughly. And um, I find it interesting that Klaus Schwab, this villain from some horrible sci-fi alien movie, this guy that is ahead of the World Economic Forum. I want to read you a quote from Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab said this, Mike, quote, unlike certain past epidemics, COVID-19 doesn't pose a new existential threat. 
And he talks about how they're going to use it as part of the fourth industrial revolution or the Great Reset, kind of like the Great Leap Forward, to fundamentally change how the world operates. So if the guy that's running the WEF, who's basically in league with Bill Gates and other unelected billionaire elitists, and they're telling you that, hey, this is not dangerous at all, but we're going to use the opportunity to reset the world in our favor. And then I have governors from California. I've got mayors from Denver. I've got famous doctors in Miami. And all of them are saying wear a mask, social distance, but they're being videoed at private get-togethers, at parties. Um, they're being uh, videoed and photographed at restaurants and cafes, the very places they're supposed to you know, spread the virus. And they're not wearing anything. They're not social distancing. It shows you that they're not concerned. It's, it's not just a matter of they don't do what they say. They're obviously not concerned about getting sick. Otherwise, you'd imagine that they'd be taking the precautions that they tell us to take, right? At least this is what I'm thinking. Oh, no, you're exactly right. These, these governors and mayors have been caught numerous times with, uh, without masks, socializing, not sitting six feet apart. Um, thank, thank God for the whistleblowers. Uh, you got these governors that say, you know, uh, don't send, don't travel, don't go see your family, and then they immediately get on a, on a plane yeah. and uh, yep. go see their families. I mean, this, I, I'm reading this three-part series on the, uh, the communist revolution in China. I've mentioned that dozens of times this year. I'm almost done with it, and it's just, it's like any authoritarian regime, but I'm, I'm studying communist China now, and it's, exact, it's, it's exactly what they did. Like, all the, the party members got to travel by train. They got all the meat, you know, like V for Vendetta. They got the real butter, and the, the average person starved to death in the streets. They, they ate the straw on their, on their huts. You know, they, they killed themselves, but the, the cadres got all the supplies. Mao had this big house with all the, you know, a central heating system and people at his beck and call. The elites get to live a certain way, like Elysium, and the rest of us get stuck on Earth with Matt Damon and robots push us around. That seems to be what the, uh, the ultimate end game to this is. Yeah, I mean, that's, it's, it's getting close to that for sure. So I don't know what 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 are you thinking then, Mike? Like I, we don't get to talk as much as we used to. For those of you who don't know, Mike, Mike's been with us for I don't know, was it eight years now, on and off, a long time. Yes, long time. Eight, eight years of radio, and um, I we've got pretty good chemistry, and we talk, we talk a lot off air and uh, share some of the same views. Sometimes we disagree, but what what exactly were you thinking about tonight? Those were things I wanted to share to begin. But what else is on your mind? Um, I've got some other news articles, um, but I know that there was a story. There was a story that you wanted to talk about. I don't know if you want to talk about it first or you want to save it for the end of the show. Let's, let's, no, let's let's talk about it because it flows in uh, nicely with what we're talking about. Um, so I don't want to speak for you, but I'll, I'll kind of tell you my thoughts on, on what happened because <laughs> okay. I was on the phone with you All right. when you went into a uh, store uh, to pick up some items and were immediately accosted by, um, I, I guess he was a store manager, but I think he was just an employee. Assistant that manager. Said, uh, hey, hey, yeah, hey, you need to put on a mask. And uh, then you, you stated the fact that, that you do have a medical condition and uh, you don't have to wear a mask per the ADA and, uh, and, um, and those rules. And the guy kept insisting he put a mask on uh, and was kind of arguing it with you and even threatened to call the police. Um, 
Uh, so, I mean, you could probably tell the story a little better than I can, but that's kind of what I heard. But what, what I did gather from the situation on the phone is that you handled it very well. Uh, this guy was accosting you, uh, and you uh, handled it uh, professionally. You did not scream at him. You stated the facts of the law and that, uh, you know, this is a, not a law, but what, uh, this is a mandate. Uh, and, um, you, uh, you know, you, you didn't go to blows with the guy or the cashier. Um, cause that's something that I probably would have done. You would have done uh, that. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, you, you handled it uh, very professionally and, and basically, you know, I'll let you tell the story as a whole, but basically to end it, um, you were able to purchase those items and, and leave the store <laughs> with an apology from that same manager. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, you know, the, it's pretty incredible that when you understand the law and you understand your rights, God-given human innate rights that all men, women, no matter what color you are, sexual preference, et cetera, what you have as an American or as a human preserved in the, in the ethos of America, when you understand that, it doesn't mean that others aren't going to violate those things. That, that's why there's a court system and that's why you take people to court and sue them. Um, for violations of those rights. But you're right, I, I go into the store, but you missed one key detail, Mike. I went over, I was getting some onion powder at this grocery store in the bulk section, and the guy comes up to me, and he's a tall guy, like 6'5", probably, and he puts a mask on the end of his finger, like the loop, and it's dangling there, and he's, he stretches his arm out to to like basically pointing at me and holding the mask there. And he says, put this on. But he's like trying to keep his distance from me by holding the mask. And the funny thing is he didn't even have his mask on all the way. He had it down over his mouth. His nose was exposed. And I said, you don't even have your mask on. And so he pulls it up and he's like, I do now. Put it on. And there's this old lady there. She's like, just put the mask on. You know, and and I'm thinking of all these great comebacks. Like, I'm just following orders. You know, just get on the train. You know, it's okay. Just <laughs> go stand in, go stand in line real quick. Take your clothes off. Go stand in line. It's okay. Nothing bad's gonna happen. Yeah, so. just put this, uh, put the star David on. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's okay. You know. Uh, oh, actually, you know, Mao Zedong did that in China. They did. You ever heard of the Hundred Flowers campaign? Nope. Yeah, you you need to look this up. I actually did a show called The Hundred Flowers President, and it, basically what it was was. Mao Zedong said, okay, I would like to know from everybody in China what you think of me and what you think of the Communist Party. And people were really skeptical. He's like, look, there's not going to be any repercussions for this. If you don't like something we're doing, you can tell us, you know, we're your friends. <laughs> and you can imagine what happened. A bunch of people were like, reluctantly, they came out and they were like, well, 40 million people starved to death under your rule. And you took all the food for yourself and, uh, and you slaughtered a bunch of people. On top of that, we didn't like that part. And Mao was like, mm, okay. And he walks away and just kind of does that finger across the throat. Another 10 million people died. <laughs> they just used it to weed out anybody that didn't support the party. And that's exactly what it's like. So I don't know. Anyway, you want me, you want me to finish the story? Yes, go ahead. Okay, so as you, as you said, this guy's like, he's immediately, he says, I'm calling the police then. And I, I told him, call the police. Because I think in a lot of cases, when people threaten that, they just want you to be afraid. And like you said, you had told me you're like, he just expects you to run out of the store, right? And just like, no, don't call the cops, please. 
Right. Please don't call the cops. It's like, well, call the cops. Please call the cops. We'll have a discussion about it. So I go, I was about ready to check out. I got some onion powder and I got some pesto and I was ready to check out. It's like a specialty store. So I go up to the front and I start checking out and I recognize the woman behind the counter. She worked at the store that I work at here in Rochester. She had worked there for like a week or something. And I just said, you used to work at that co-op, right? And she said, yeah. So like it was a friendly interaction is my point. And so then the manager comes back up and around and he's like, you got to get out. And I said, I'm just, I'm buying some stuff and I'm leaving. He's like, oh, so you are leaving. I said, yeah, but I'm purchasing items because I'm a customer who came into your store to purchase items and I'm paying for them and then I'm leaving, right? And the guy, he continues his thing. He walks around me and as he walks around me, he's like, you, you still need to wear the mask. Just put on a mask, put something on, you know, cover your face. He's saying stuff like that. And so then I started going into the, to the law. And when I started going into the law and I said, you know, Title 18, Section 242, U.S. Code, Color of Law, you cannot force me to do something that is harmful to my health, which now I've also found Section 802 of the U.S. Patriot Act. It's also an act of domestic terrorism to force someone and to coerce someone into doing something that's harmful to themselves or to others. So you could, you could be tried under that as well as the ADA. And I told him that about the ADA. And I said, this is a this is a Department of Justice uh, violation of $75,000 for every committed act. He tells me that's not true. Then he, a man, another guy comes up who looks like a manager and he says, but it's the law that you have to wear a mask. So I thought that was funny. They, they misquote a mandate and then tell me that a law is not a law. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were listening to the whole thing. I, I did get a little heated because I did say like, you guys are just a bunch of like communist fascists. And when I said communist, you know, the woman behind the counter, she took my stuff, Mike. She took my stuff and said, I'm not checking you out. And she took it to the back and put it on like a counter in a box or something. Because she clearly was a communist and took offense to that. So I've got like multiple managers and employees around me all because I'm buying pesto. And it's that dangerous to go into a store and buy pesto. Meanwhile, none of these people are wearing their masks properly. They don't understand the law. They don't. The guy even told me, he says, I don't care what the law is. I don't care if you have a medical condition, get out. And, and they said, it's a, it's a private company, so we can do that. And that's just not true. It's a private company. That means you get to violate state law because you're a private company. Yeah. I mean, it could be a first in history. You had communists and fascists working together, working together. To, to, get, to get you out of the store. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, they act like they are fascists. That's what they act like. And then so I guess it in summary, the guy said because they had told me I'm allowed to come in there without a mask. I already talked to the other managers. And then this other guy comes up and uh, he says it's a law. And I say, no, it's not. And so long story short, the main man, the tall assistant manager who held out the mask, he says, well, who told you that? And I said, well, this guy right here. And he said he was a manager. And the guy's like, he's not a manager. He's like a buyer. It's like, well, he lied to me. Then he's not a manager, first of all. So as this transpires, um, I, I'm standing there and I'm like, I just want my stuff and then I'll leave. You know, it's pretty simple. And so the tall manager actually comes back to me after walking away. He apologizes to me. He says, I'm really sorry about that. Did the, did the lady check you out? And I said, no, she took my stuff and said she wasn't going to check me out because I called her a communist. <laughs> you know, basically. So anyway, he apologized. He checked me out. He gave me the stuff. And he's like, I'm sorry about that. I'll let them know that you're allowed to come in here without a mask. And that was it. 
you know? Yeah, because he got called out. He got called out on the rules, you know? He probably went in the back when this all was happening and just looked it up. And he's like, oh, shit, he's right. Uh, all right, buddy, you can come up without a mask. Contact the legal team. <laughs> the legal team's like, no, 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 no. Don't push him out of there. Let him shop. <laughs> we can't afford a lawsuit. Yeah. Exactly. Well, another it's like, uh, even on, uh, I guess they didn't know, like on the box of masks that came in, they didn't look on the side and said, this does not protect against coronavirus. Right. Right. Or like, like Klaus Schwab. <laughs> the, mask manu- the mask manufacturers don't want to be sued. Right. So they're like, well, it really doesn't. So let's put a warning on the box to, to give her, uh, for liability purposes that the masks do not protect against COVID-19. <laughs> they have to, they have to have these loopholes. Um, and just like, uh, the, the chief medical officer, of Canada, uh, I believe his name is um, is a doctor, Doctor David Williams. I believe he said, he, and this is in Canada, so they have different you know laws that, laws than we do here in the United States, and they have different you know restrictions and things like this that they've imposed. But they said, this guy said, "Hey, look, we can't force you to take a vaccine. We can't force you to do these things. Basically, to take any kind of medical um, treatment or whatever they want to call it." But he said we can restrict your movement and we can prevent you from moving laterally and prevent you from having freedom if you don't do what we say. Because they know that they can get away with coercion, which is still an act of terrorism under the Patriot Act. But they know they can't get away with actually breaking those fundamental laws. That's how they can be sued. That's how they go to jail. That's how they commit treason and get hanged. So they've got teams of lawyers that scour and they find loopholes so that they can be like, look, we're not going to force you to do it. But if you don't do it, we're going to burn your house down. And that's what they did in communist China, too. It's like you don't have to join the party. It's like, OK, thank you. Just leave me alone. But but hold on a second. If you don't join, though, we didn't finish. We're going to burn down your house and we're going to kill your kids. So you want to join? <laughs> you know, That's that's literally what they did. And that's what they're telling you. That's, when this up. Uh... During the summer, yeah. there was a, a lawyer that, um, constitutional lawyer that, um, drafted this paperwork that basically, um, said that, let's say you go into a store and they say you have to put this mask on the shop here. Well, then you hand, uh, this person, uh, this legal document, this guy, the lawyer wrote up that basically states that, that they're liable, uh, if you, while wearing a mask, uh, catch COVID, that the, your, the store is liable. And they could be sued. So, uh, I mean, that worked for, I saw the comments that worked for a lot of people that the store, the stores wouldn't sign this, uh, liability release, uh, and then would let the person just go without a mask on. Was that, is that Rick Martin from the Constitutional Law Group? Because we had him on. It might, it might be. Yeah, we, it might be. We talked with Rick Martin, uh, four months ago or something on the show. I've actually talked to him in private a couple of times, but I think he's the guy that did that. Yeah. I mean, there's been several lawyers that have been involved in that. And I, and I know um, this actually might be funnier than the, than the conversation that you overheard. And, and you were also in the background, like I'm talking to these people and Mike's like, you fascists. I just hear it like in the, in, like in the background, like you fascists. Communists. Well, I was getting so angry. <laughs> I was getting so angry. I wanted to like, I wanted to actually fight the dude. And these are, well, see, the funny thing is these are the people that will call you a Nazi and will call you a fascist while they're literally telling you to get on the train. You get on the train, put the star on, take your gold fillings out, you know? Yeah. Not that I buy those, those Holocaust stories fully, but that's what most people know. Maybe we could talk about, you know, the Holodomor or Pol Pot's, you know, genocide or something that actually uh, killed millions of people. 
where they, Ar- ha- they have Ar- mass Armenian, uh, Armenian massacre. Yeah, uh, Rwanda, Armenia, Christian, Bosnia. Christian Armenians massacred. Uh, I mean, the, the list goes on and on, uh, you know. But well, one one group is uh, one group has, has taken all the the, the credit for uh, you know for a, a Holocaust for a massacre and, and and milked it for all it's worth. Well, while these other groups of people, you you, uh, you can ask someone on the street they they, they never heard of Pal Pot. Yeah, no, no. Who knows who Pol Pot is exactly? Most people don't even know who Mao is. And if they know who Stalin is, they like him. Right. (laughs) Right, which is unbelievable. I mean, I even saw, I went to a bookstore. It's actually when I got that three-part communist revolution uh, by Frank DeCotter. And uh, I went to a Barnes & Noble months and months and months ago. And there was a kid there, 20-something. He was there with his girlfriend, I think. It was his girlfriend. And they were looking at books. And he picked up this Mao book. They had this picture of Mao on the front looking all like, you know, presidential, chairman-like. And I said, oh, so you're reading about Mao Zedong? And he's like, yeah, I just want to know more about how, you know, what Mao did to China. And I was like, yeah, it was pretty, you know, pretty effing horrific. It killed 100 million people. (laughs) And the guy's like, he just was totally like didn't know what to say. Because I'm sure his professor in school told him that Mao was a great leader, that if it wasn't for Mao, the sun wouldn't rise in the morning. You know, North Korea stuff. Yeah, he makes the stars shine and the moon come up, <laughs> right? Yeah, the U.S. would be better with with communism than capitalism. Yeah, let me tell you something: the United States of America should have teamed, and I'm being serious. Like this would have resolved part of a much larger issue. Nazism was not, and we're not going to talk about this in detail, but Nazism was not as detrimental to the world as communism was. And so if the U.S. would have teamed up with Germany and Japan and Italy and would have went into Russia rather than letting Hitler go into Russia himself, and if the British, Hitler tried to sign treaties with the British to defeat communists, a lot of people don't know that the British were just too high class and we don't care, we just want you destroyed so we can have economic superiority in Europe. If they would have teamed up, like Russia would have been defeated probably, the communists would have been stopped in Russia and it wouldn't have led to the rise of China and the problems we ha- we'd have other problems today, sure, but it would have stopped that 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 monstrous communist machine. Just a well, the, side the one, note. the one, uh, the one general that uh, was worth a damn said oh, the exact Pat- same thing Patton? Uh, you said, Patton? and they killed him. Yes, and they killed him. Yeah, his breaks- because he said in uh, in his book that we fought the wrong enemy. Yep, and that we should have armed these German divisions and uh, with them went into to Russia. And took care of business with this, with the communists, um, and then he even tried to, uh, you know, get that done. They said, and they exonate him, and then when he, he came back to the U.S., they were afraid that he was so popular that he was probably going to run for president. I, I feel, in my opinion, and so how can a five-star general, uh, his brakes on his jeep go out on a five-star? Right, right, five-star exactly. <laughs> I mean, well, the thing is, though, he didn't, but he was severely hurt in that jeep, but he didn't die. He was uh, actually recovering from his injuries, and he died in the hospital. That's right, um, mysteriously. So, yeah, so there was something done to him in the hospital, I, I feel, from, the, from what I've read and I've researched, because he didn't actually die. He was very hurt, but he was recovering in the, in the hospital after that Jeep accident, so then they offed him in the, in the hospital. I mean, some people, these people have been doing these murders, these rituals, uh, these killings, for a long, long, long time. That's why when people say, oh, why is it taking so long to, 
to drain Trump said he was going to drain the swamp and it's not happening. Well, you got people that have been doing this stuff for hundreds of years. Of course, it's not going to take four years. It's not going to, it's not going to get these people out. You know that, um, I, I want to go back real quick to a story, uh, about, about, uh, interactions at stores. And then I, we're going to go, uh, we're going to go to our break here, but I went to a, um, I went to a Best Buy when I was looking. I wanted to. I didn't want to buy one at Best Buy, but I wanted to look at the iMac before I bought it. And I go into Best Buy, and this guy says, "You got to put a mask on." Now I don't know who this guy was. He maybe he went to law school and didn't make it, so he ended up working at Best Buy as a greeter. But he he knew a little bit about the law because when he said he said, "Sir, you got to put this on," I said, "I'm not putting that on." He's like, "Well, then you can't shop here." And I said, "Actually, I said U.S. Code Title 18, Section 242, Color of Law." And I went into the details of mandates and, how, and the mandate had actually expired on the 5th of November as well here in New York. And when I said that to him, he actually said to me, Mike, and I'll never forget it. He said to me, wow, you actually you know what you're talking about, don't you? And I said, yep. And he said, well, OK, well, you can go shopping. So he apparently knew what the law <laughs> what the law was. Which is unbelievable yeah. because you know that, but you're still enforcing this crap on people knowing that it's illegal and that you could go to jail if you do it to the wrong. I mean, just imagine if like a lawyer walks in there and you do that to them. They'll sue you. They could sue you. They have legal grounds to sue you for everything. Yeah, well, I think uh, a lot of people are waking up. Uh, these gym owners and bar owners in New York and L.A. are getting tired of these mandates uh, of, of losing business, of crushing economic sanctions basically basically where the democrats are in these democratic states are imposing warlike sanctions oh, yeah. on its own citizens oh yeah like we would do to a to a hostile foreign nation is what we're doing to our own citizens and, and, and uh it just it just bewilders me that you got these you know these libtards uh and then we're gonna say oh you're a trump supporter yeah blah, blah, blah. well you obviously haven't listened to the show when i've been on but You've got these Democrats that are so out of their mind. About 30 seconds, Mike. Go ahead. Yeah, they've got these Democrats that are out of their minds that are just, just, I don't know what planet they're living on, but they're so brainwashed, actually, by the media that that's the problem. Well, Section 802, Public Law 10756, passed October 26, 2001, the U.S. Patriot Act under Section 802. Five, I, to intimidate, to coerce a civilian population is an act of terrorism, and that is what Fauci and that is what every single member of representative government is doing with no scientific basis for what they're saying. All of them should be prosecuted under the U.S. Patriot Act, amongst other laws. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. Mike D. with us this evening. Stay with us. There's more after this. more of the fringe check out the fringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows 
Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and TalkStream Live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Why listen to The Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Root brings you everything occult with lighting the void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie from the Rogie Report News, and I literally sift through hundreds of articles a week to bring you the best in Fringe News. Check out the Rogie Report News here on the Fringe FM. You can't handle the truth! Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings, where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else. www.thesecretteachings.info Hi, this is Dave Cruz of Beyond the Strange, and you're listening to Ryan Gable of The Secret Teachings right here on The Fringe FM. Join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination. Where happiness 
is an illusion. Here, where the past, present, and future all co coexist on the same timeline. Welcome to a future where our true re reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting. The Fringe FM. I'm Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings. No one cared who I was till I put on the mask. If I pull that off, will you die? It would be extremely painful. There are plans that are in place already manufacturing and getting ready. But also there will be a surprise outbreak. Was getting caught part of your plan? Of course. No plan is proceeding as expected. My mask! With these powers, I could be... My mask! A superhero! I could fight crime. Protect the innocent. Peace! But first... My mask! Dr. Anthony S. Fauci. Speak of the devil, and he shall appear. You're in the middle of an outbreak. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. Theatricality and deception. Powerful agents to the uninitiated. The common denominator of physical distancing, as well as wearing of a mask. And when we see that not happening, there's a concern that that might actually propagate further spread of infection. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. Told me that once I put the mask on, I'll never be the same party again. No one cared who I was till I put on the mask. Perhaps I stepped the mask. They wonder what kind of magic it could bring me. I could be a superhero! What if I could put it on? I understood the one would be As well as wearing of a mask. And when we see that not happening, there's a concern. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. The Theatricality and deception. Scary mask is coming. You told me so. Dr. Anthony S. Fauci. No plan is proceeding as expected. There's no reason to be walking around with a mask. Wearing a mask might make people feel a little bit better. Theatricality and deception. Powerful agents to the uninitiated. Dr. Anthony S. Fauci. Speak of the devil and he shall appear. I can't breathe! I'm Ryan Gable, and this is The Secret Teachings on the Fringe FM. Mike D. joining us this evening, our co-host Jack joined us, our other co-host, in the first segment tonight. The broadcast, mask majority. The mask majority of people are wearing masks, and yet infection rates are skyrocketing. How is that possible? Well, maybe because of what Carrie Mollis, the inventor of the PCR test, said, is that you have 
so-called contagious particles in your body and on your skin. And just because they're there doesn't mean that they are responsible for your sickness. And he died just before Event 201 and the implementation of these draconian measures and the announcement officially of a pandemic by the World Health Organization and the acknowledgement of uh, multiple governments and countries that there was a there was a potential pandemic. Carrie Mollis mysteriously died. And here's something I find interesting, Mike. I want to bring this to your attention. I don't think you've seen this. It just came out yesterday. And then we can go into whatever you'd like to go into in this final segment. But you remember that whole political stuff about how the election was compromised in 2016, the Russians interfered. Remember all that stuff that lasted the last four years and then suddenly it went away and there's no such thing as election fraud? You know that whole thing? Yeah. Okay, so listen to this. And they said the Russians hacked the election, right? And now they're saying that as Joe Biden transitions into the president, this isn't political, this is just funny. As Joe Biden transitions into the presidency, suddenly numbers are going to drop. And Fauci said we'll have a vaccine that'll be effective by March and we'll start to get back to normal. That'll never happen, of course. But Joe Biden transitions, suddenly everything's great. And so now they're saying Joe Biden is going to have the vaccine for you and it's going to make you better. Well, some of them say that. So then I came across a Reuters article and Reuters is warning that the Russians, get this, the Russians are targeting COVID vaccine supply chains to stop Biden from getting the American people the vaccine. These liars and scumbags in the media are truly the enemy, not only of the people. They are the enemy of freedom and free thought. They are the enemy of humanity. These people are lower than filth. How can you sit there and type and write this garbage over and over and and, and be able to sleep at night? I just thought that was funny. So Biden's going to be the president. He's got the vaccine, but the Russians are trying to stop him. Well, I got to thank the Russians. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Putin. Because no one should take the vaccine. So thank you, Russia. Russia's looking out for us. Russia, gotta thank them. They could they couldn't rig the election this time, but they are stopping the vaccine distribution. Right? Is that that's what we're supposed yeah. to believe? Okay. So so here's a, here's a sound clip for you, Mike. This is what I mentioned to you on the phone. This is a um an interview that Joe Biden did the other day, and it's about uh, what he wants to see the American people do. And it's very. I played it earlier with Jack. It's very serpentine. And I think you'll know what I'm what I mean when you when you listen to this. Here, here it is. This is what Joe Biden says he wants you to do to stop the virus. Day I'm inaugurated to say I'm going to ask the public for 100 days to mask. Just 100 days to mask, not forever. 100 days. 100 days, not forever. Just 100 days. Now, I find that hard to believe that two days turned into a global uh, concentration camp. 100 days to mask. Nothing could go wrong with that. But can you just hear that? Like just a hundred days. Don't two weeks. Don't worry. Now it's mandatory vaccines to cross state borders. Yeah, exactly. We keep pushing and pushing, you know, to see how much they can get away with before the, uh, you know, people really start to fight back. That's why, like a lot of people were saying, like, um, you know, you need to go against this mass bullshit uh, immediately because they'll be pushing for uh, a mandatory vaccine next, you know, uh, Camps for people that don't take a, a chip, you know, to go to concerts, some type of uh, 
legal document that you've taken a vaccine to, to go to work, all sorts of, of garbage. Vaccine cards, CNN Health reported on December 3rd, vaccination cards will be issued to everyone getting a COVID-19 vaccine, says health officials. And then their little CNN's advertisement started playing there because they have no money. Uh, but that, that right there, vaccination cards. So, yeah, and it won't be the federal government. It'll be individual businesses like the one I went into, and they told me they're going to call the cops. And they think, we're a private business, so we can violate federal law. Uh, that is just laughable. Can you believe that? We're, yeah, we're a, private, we're, a, we're a private business, and we can violate your constitutional God-given rights. Yes. Well, the, 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 the simple understanding of like basic civics is so alien that that's literally what people think like, well, I, this is a private business. So I, of course I can violate federal and international law. I, I can subject you to forced medical experimentation. This is a private company. <laughs> yeah. So you come into my store, I'm allowed to stick you with a needle as soon <laughs> as you enter my front door. Yeah. Yeah, but like, oh, next time I go in the store, the scout, he'll be there again. But instead of holding out a mask, he'll be holding out a syringe. Inject it. Yeah. I can inject it. I'm calling sir, the cops. Sir, sir, put your mask on and pull down your pants. I need to inject you. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to, yeah, and that's another thing. Two weeks turned into vaccines that if you want them, and that turned into if you're black, Melinda Gates says you're going to get five vaccines if you're black. And that made me, if I was a black guy or a black lady, I would feel really great about that, considering that the Bill Gates family literally founded Planned Parenthood with the eugenicist Margaret Sanger, who called black folks weeds, the same people that funded and financed the Tuskegee experiment, where they gave 400 black young men with free medical care syphilis to experiment on them. That just sounds kind of suspicious when they're like, yeah, black people get five, and if you're pregnant woman you get two <laughs> it's just like yeah. are you kidding I mean, me if you're, if you're if you're black and you're voting democrat then there's there's obviously there's something wrong with you and you don't know uh the history of the democratic party because that they're not your friend they're actually your enemy yes sir and there was a there was a guy in the 60s that said the same thing and as soon as he started giving speeches on that six months later they assassinated they shoot him, him. Yeah. when he when yeah uh, when he was telling people that the democratic party is using black people as pawns and guinea pigs for their own uh, usage and advantages, he was he was killed yeah, when I, he woke up. I love how people say, "Well, that's a racist comment." No, how about this? How about they said it? I'm quoting them. That's right. What, that's exactly. what they said. That's what they said. Okay. And the, well, you mean like when Joe Biden got up on stage and he started playing like like some song from like Mexico City, dancing around. He's like, yeah, I'm one of you. I listen to Mexican music. Like, he did that stuff on video. That's like, that's so offensive. Yeah, no, I'm not I even Mexican. That. You remember that? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah and there was actually uh, a UCF, uh, um, he was Cuban, Cuban fighter, said that, yeah, uh, by playing, I guess it's called Despacio or something, the song yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, just by playing that song, you're not going to get us to vote for you. Sorry, it doesn't work, doesn't work, vote, doesn't work like that. Dude, that is so you know? that is so insulting, and it shows the it shows the 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 corrupt ideology of those elites. Like, I mean, any of them that think that they can yeah they can manipulate you because they play a song that might be kind of from your culture. Like, that's a, that's downright insulting. It's like this uh, CNN vice president that got caught on the Zoom call saying that um, 
Cubans like uh, Trump because they, they like bullies. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. See that? She, yeah. She got caught saying that. Yeah. I mean, Again, it, another racist, another racist thing to say, uh, calling a whole culture that they like bullies. What is that? What? Remember, remember Hillary, I want to get back to the other stuff. I remember when Hillary Clinton went down south or something. She does a different accent depending on where she is, like classic multiple personality yeah. disorder. And they're like, yep. so Hillary, what do you, uh, what do you always have with you? And she's like, I bring hot sauce with me everywhere I go. <laughs> it's like, you're, you're being recorded. Unbelievable, man. These, these people, these are, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call them people. No, they're not people. They're just like these empty husks, these shells that are possessed by something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, you get these stories of these people that murder their families and, you know, they say that they blank out. They don't remember doing it. It's because uh, they didn't do it. The body was used to do it, but they were possessed by some type of entity, some type of force. And that's what I think these people are possessed by, you know, uh, some type of entity uh, to, to do these things that they do, you know, to, to rape a whole country of Haiti after a national disaster and set up your own foundation that's supposed to be supposed to help these people and just funnel all the money to your foundation. Oh yeah. And how, how evil is that? So the people are still living in intense and in a hurricane that happened uh, with what six, five, six years ago that your foundation that is not, that didn't do a damn thing, but made millions of dollars. It's just, it's, well, that was it's, like it's uh, evil. Then you have, go ahead, go ahead. Then you got these right, you got these right wing people that I've had conversations like, you know, you've got to study evil to know evil. So you got to do your due diligence and you've got to study the black arts. You've got to study demonology. You've got to know what these people are doing because the symbols and rituals are all there. And then you get these people in these chat rooms that, no, the Bible says that you shouldn't study evil. <laughs> no, it's called know your enemy, you moron. Yeah, you know who tells you not to study evil? Are. You know who tells you not to study evil? Evil people because they don't want you to know what they're doing. Others are just so yeah, arrogant. Others are arrogant enough. They write books. They write, you know, uh, a new world order. They write uh, eco science. They write, uh, I mean, hell, Klaus Schwab, this alien, this d- demon, this villain who makes Bill Gates kind of look human. This guy, like, he's not human. I don't, I don't, I don't think. And he's just up there. Who is this guy? He creates the World Economic Forum. He's up there, and he's like, "We will use the Great Reset." To restructure the world in in our in our image, it's like who the hell is listening to this guy? And he writes a book. I have a copy of the book. I bought it. He wrote a book called "The Great Reset: COVID nineteen," bragging about how they're using it to overthrow the global order. In the book, he writes it, and then the New York Times comes out and says, "No, none of that's true. That's all fake. That's internet conspiracy." He wrote a book. He wrote a book. I can get it on Amazon. <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable, man. The the just the projection and the fake corrupt mass media that we have. What do you think about that guy? What where, where did he come who knew about Klaus Schwab until this year? I mean, I knew the World Economic Forum, but like Klaus Schwab wasn't a household name. Now yeah. he, he's just there. Was well, is it isn't it, isn't it Schwab and Schwab the financial um is that what he started the financial business Schwab and Schwab? I think they do. It's like financial um well, it's a, it's a, it's an international asset banking company. I think he's one of, I think that's the correct uh, guy that started that. Other than that, if that's not the guy that I, I think that you're talking about Schwab and Schwab, and uh, then I don't, I, I've never heard of the guy up until now. 
you know, he, this guy is, he created the World Economic Forum and some other businesses, and he's just, he's another one of those Bill Gates people who looks like a front man. Like, they just, suddenly they he's have probably, billions uh, of dollars. Canaanite too. But. Uh, oh well, I would I would put some money on that. Yeah, yeah. I would. <laughs> I would definitely put some money on that one. And he, and here's what he said. There's a quote: Klaus Schwab. Unlike certain past epidemics, COVID nineteen doesn't pose a new existential threat. Okay, so if this guy's saying that, and I've got governors walking around with no masks, hanging out in sports bars, I got doctors. Literally, one of like the most famous doctors in the United States. I really didn't know who he was. He says, wear a mask. I want mask mandates. I want laws. He's a doctor. And then he gets photographed. He actually published his own photos of him with no mask, shirt off, hanging around about, I think there were like 30 half-naked women on his yacht in Miami. That right there is the epitome of the elite Elysium class. That's it. Are you going to listen to a guy that goes out for a baseball game home opener? where he throws the first pitch, and it's so actually <laughs> horrible that it's so... And then you have uh, Arab uh, Emirates stewardesses who are standing on the same mound, the same position he was, and they're throwing strikes, women. <laughs> now, would you, would, you, would you trust anything this guy says? He can't even throw a, a baseball uh, five feet. I mean, that, that was such a microcosm of everything that that guy has suggested, just totally off-base, totally off-target. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I could complete scumbag. My son could throw a ball straighter than that. He has writing, writing letters to Hillary Clinton, praising her, you know? Well, listen, uh, speaking of uh, the Clintons, Bill Clinton, uh, George Bush, that both of them war criminals, uh, and, uh, Barack Obama, who's more than a war criminal. He's a, I mean, this guy should be in jail for the drone strikes. He even wrote about it. He's wrote, I'm really good at killing people who writes that in a book. So he, a complete scumbag. Yep. So three people, he, he had the black sites in Chicago, uh, expanded the drone program, the National Defense Authorization Act. So, I mean, those three presidents just got together, former presidents, and said, we will get a vaccine. We will get a vaccine together to show that it's safe. And so rather than providing evidence that it's safe, they just like the president's like, you know, a, a celebrity, you know, the got milk celebrity. You should drink milk because uh, this celebrity drinks milk. Here's what... Here's what Joe Biden had to say about the vaccine. Listen to like you like the rhetoric and no evidence of anything. That's what he said. We have a vaccine that is safe. That's the moment in which I will stand before the public and see that, look, part of what has to happen, Jake, and you know as well as I do, people have lost faith in the ability of the vaccine to work. Already the numbers are really staggeringly low. And it matters what a president and a vice president do. And so I think that my three predecessors have set the, the model as to what should be done, saying once it's declared to be safe. Actually, and I can't then, hear it. What's that, Mike? Fauci says it's clear. I can't, I can't hear measure. anything on that one. Oh, you can't hear that? Taken, it's Hold important on. to communicate mm-hmm. to the American people. It's safe. He said it's safe. It's safe. My predecessors, and he mentions the predecessors, you know, the, the George Bush and Bill Clinton and Obama, yeah. they said they would take it. It's important that the president shows that, you know, that that they're in charge and that it's it's safe. He just keeps saying safe, safe, safe. It's, yeah. It's, and what they got injected was saline water. There was no right. vaccine in there. Right. Let and, me see the actual. I want to see the actual. I want to see a test of the of the liquid before it goes into the uh, needle uh, injection. 
uh, before they, they get it. Let me see, because I think I call bull BS on that. Here's what I want. I want the vial, and I'm going to sit next to Joe Biden, and we're going to take a syringe, and we're going to pull it out, and we're going to put it in me, and then the same vial is going to go in him. And, you know, it's that's funny, but liter- literally Angela Merkel in Germany and most of the German parliament, you can look this story up, received what they called clean vaccines. Remember that clean vaccines that did not have the additives in it, which brings up a whole list of questions. One, I was told the additives were necessary for the vaccine to be stable to work. If they're receiving vaccines without those additives, it would mean that it would be unstable and dangerous, but they're calling it a clean vaccine. That's weird. And that's exactly what they'd inject these presidents with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, let, let's well, see. That's, that's their first, uh, that's their first uh, actually honest um, description, the clean vaccine, because, you right, know, what right. they do with things that they don't want, you know, junk DNA. You know, it's called junk DNA. So, oh, because well, scientists are calling it junk DNA. So that means it's, it's uh, who cares about it? You know, it's probably just came from well, who knows where. Yeah, that's it's just junk DNA. It's, uh, you know, who cares? That's, that's what I did on my SATs. I answered uh, three questions and the other 97 questions. Those are junk questions. I don't understand them. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not answering them. I don't care about them. Uh, the scientists said they're junk questions, so I'm not answering them. Yeah, total junk. Hey, let's see if you can. I'm going to play it on the other computer. Let's see if you can hear this. Tell me if you can hear it. Uh, it's loading. Of course. We have a vaccine that is safe. That's the moment in which I will stand before the public. You hear that, Mike? See that, look, part of what no, has to happen, no, Jake. Oh, that's weird. Something's wrong with the audio, but yeah. He said, when we have a vaccine that's safe. I will stand in front of the public, and I'll show you that it's safe. Yeah. <laughs> I got, are you sure he's going to stand or he's going to hobble? Because doesn't he have like a broken ankle or something playing with his dog? I, I don't know what the guy's got. I don't think that that's a physical human. I think he's a replicant. <laughs> I mean, this is like this is like Blade. This is Blade Runner. His, his face is so blank, even with the uh, well. It's a lot of the plastic surgery that you know he's had on his face, but yeah. Um, and the hair plugs, because the guy was bald in 1973. Uh, the dude's got hair plugs in. But he's got that expression on his face like he doesn't even know where he is. It's so scary. So scary. And there's no way that the majority of people in this country voted for him. It's, 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 it's not. You can just tell by the tr- crowd turnout at their, uh, their speeches. Oh, you know what, Mike? I know why you couldn't hear that. Here, l- I'm going to play it again. I bet you can hear it now. I, I had to adjust an audio setting. It uh, reset itself. Here it is. We have a vaccine that is safe. You hear that? That's the moment in which yeah. I will stand before the public and see that, look, part of what has to happen, Jake, and you know as well as I do, people have lost faith in the ability of the vaccine. Yeah, when they pay out billions of dollars for vaccine injury, yeah, I'd lose faith. Low, And it matters what a president and a vice president do. Mm-hmm. And so I think that my three predecessors have set the, the model as to what should be done, saying once it's declared to be safe, and then I think Barack said once Fauci says it's clear, that's that's my measure, then... <laughs> once Fauci says it's clear, that's my measure. He said it's okay. He can't throw a baseball, but he knows about the microbiology. <laughs> he knows about the vaccines. See, what is that? That, that and he said, two, that and he said in uh, April, two million people were going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Two million people are going to die. It's two weeks. Don't worry. Like, who doesn't see this? I mean, I, I know that it sounds so 
it sounds like rhetoric and it sounds repetitive and it's like you're, you're just beating this dead animal over and over again, as they say. But the, the reality is this fraud just continues. It, it expands. It grows because people are afraid to call it out. And they're they're just confused enough that they're uncertain if what they believe is accurate or not. And that's part of psychological warfare. That's part of the Bitterman chart of psych warfare where you create so much confusion and you tell people things that are so contradictory that there's just enough doubt that even though they know that you're lying, they'll still trust you because you're an authority, which is what people do with Fauci. I trust Fauci. I mean, it's literally, they need to make these shirts, you know, like I heart New York, I heart NY. Like, that's a thing. I heart Fauci. You don't even know who this guy, this guy ran the NIH during the AIDS epidemic. I mean, the, yeah. the guy is a monster. He traded illegal genetic material to the Chinese on record in Newsweek against a moratorium for doing that kind of research, paid them millions of dollars, and him and Obama, neither one of them are in jail. No, but, no, but I'm, they, but, they definitely should be. No, Mike, but I'm getting the cops called on me because I'm trying to buy onion powder. Right. <laughs> well, to, to to bring it back into a political <laughs> arena, I, I really think uh, Trump is going to uh, uh, he's not going to concede. So uh, there's just two. Uh, the, the overwhelming evidence is that uh, there's been there is fraud from these machines to poll workers to UPS employees uh, signing written affidavits of what they've seen from video of uh, people pulling out suitcases underneath tables of uh fake ballots it's just mm, not, it's, it's overwhelming not according so to this court, not, not according to this uh the but, snopes said that's false i'm sorry mike <laughs> snopes has spoken <laughs> the cat the cat <gasps> typed that one i so guess this will definitely go to the supreme court and uh, hopefully they uh they know what's good for them they 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 do the right thing because i mean there's just talking to people i mean shit uh there was uh 600,000 people that went to Washington. Imagine with, uh, if this, uh, Trump, if this, the Supreme Court doesn't rule in favor of Trump, uh, these uh, people yeah. will march again, a lot more people. Well, the, the, and those aren't the violent ones. The violent ones are the ones that have been rioting for the last five years. Those are the, those are the violent ones. And I think that's important well, I think, to remember. I think it might time, actually, for time for, for people, good people to get violent, actually, if this Supreme Court overturns well, this. Well, yeah, yeah, you know, well, here's another thing. The Supreme Court of the United States of America, not even the state Supreme Court, the actual Supreme Court that decides what is constitutional or not. The Supreme Court ruled that the New York state orders under both de Blasio in New York City and Cuomo for the state of New York as governor were unconstitutional. And he was told Cuomo was told you can't tell people they can't get together. You can't tell people they can't go to worship service. And the state Supreme Court ruled you can't tell people they can't go to worship service. A federal judge ruled that and the in the U.S. Supreme Court. Cuomo responded to the U.S. Supreme Court by saying, I don't care. Uh, automatically removed from office automatically in handcuffs. That's not how the system works. But when you get away with yeah. it and there's no consequences, that is how the system works. I don't care what the Supreme Court says. Are you kidding me? You should be. That's, just, that's, that's such a like a libtard type of answer, you know. Yes. I don't care. Is. I don't care what the 
with a written law is I don't care about your constitutional rights. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. All right, all right, Mike, we're just about out of time. I want to bring one more thing uh, back into the conversation, and I'll get your final comments. Uh, personal protective equipment. It's supposed to protect us, right? That's what I, I think. I mean, is that what you think when you hear that, personal protective personal equipment? Personal protective equipment on, like, construction sites, yes, are supposed to protect you. with a. It's called, you know, you get a helmet, you get goggles, you get gloves. This, that's, that's PPE <laughs> equipment. This is all wrong. When you're on a construction let me just – I'm going to help people out here. If uh, they didn't know this, Mike, you might not have known this, but um, when you go to a construction site, the only reason that you wear the goggles and the helmet is to protect the eyes and the head of your coworkers. Um, It's not actually to protect your head or your eyes. You wear goggles to protect their eyes. Yeah. So you wear masks to protect other people. Really? Where does it say that in the scientific or just the logical, you know, thought process the scientific literature where does it show i love how they always say science and you heard biden say over and over again when it's proven when 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 fauci says it's okay why do i care what fauci said i'd like to read the actual reports give me the reports out of south korea where they just killed 59 people with the flu shot give me the reports from the moderna trials where they just killed a one person just died the other day in the trial and a bunch of other people got like 80 percent 90 percent of the people got like deathly ill when they got injected and Bill Gates is asked on like CNBC, the woman actually pressed him. She's like, listen, uh, 80% of the people, 90% of the people got really sick. And Bill Gates is like, you know, moving his arms around like muscular dystrophy. He's got that pink sweater on. He's like, well, you know, the, the, the FDA said it was okay. Like, well, dude, the, the, nano, the nanotechnology <laughs> that they have, it's unstable. Hence, you have to get two shots. And hence, this <laughs> vaccine liquid needs to be like, what, a 30 below to be stored in like a super super isn't that weird chamber yeah i, I mean you isn't don't shouldn't should that raise questions <laughs> well listen listen china has been experimenting with hybrids and chimeras and super soldiers there's just another report that came out china's been experimenting with super soldiers again and just as convenient like china's behind the so-called pandemic china's behind the so-called protective uh personal protective equipment they're providing this they're sponsoring vaccines they're behind and then suddenly it's like oh there's vaccines and oh look darpa paid 59 million dollars to moderna to develop an rna vaccine oh look darpa has been working with uh, other scientists since 2014 on this kind of rna vaccine that'll alter your rna and control cellular replication and alter your dna officially like this is at the this is the pentagon and china has a big hand in it and it's like you don't think that they're trying. I don't think it's for nanotechnology. They can do that with smart dust. I think it's literally about creating something less than a super soldier, creating literal drones is what it would to me. That makes more sense because China is openly doing that on their own citizens. They're giving soldiers vaccines to make them super soldiers. If they can make them a super soldier, they can make you a super pro. Yep. It's all basically it's all about money, power and control. So Is that how it breaks down? There you go. That's that's what it is. So people should wisen up out there. I right. don't know. All right, Mike. I mean, I'm sure your listeners I'm sure your listeners know, but you know, and here's the thing too, just last thing, you're not gonna you got like a, a libtard friend or a family member, you can show them some of these people, you can show them the evidence all day, the data, the facts, the numbers, they're still not gonna believe you because they're mentally brainwashed and will never change. Now, some people will, 
uh, listen to facts and actually do the research and say, you know what, you're right. But I'm telling you, most of these people that watch CNN on a daily basis, they are never going to change their opinion, on, even based on facts and data. Nope, it, because it's just like what the governor said. I don't care what the Supreme Court says. It's like you, you know that you're being recorded, right? Like you, you can go to jail for that. <laughs> they, they just don't care. Here, listen to listen to this this alien. Listen to this guy. This is Schwab. Um, I. Oh, is it going to go? It's going to go to a commercial already. Two seconds into the video. Unbelievable. We're going to wait for this stupid commercial to play here. I'm going to play you Schwab. Do you have any final comments, Mike? Uh, no, I don't. But uh, good show, good show. All right, here he is. Here's Schwab. Important to know that uh, the COVID-19 pandemics just has accelerated certain trends that we already, we that we already planned. We already planned these trends. Is, is this guy an Austin like Powers villain? He is, dude. See. $100 million. Sufficient uh, attention to the environment. So what we will see now is acceleration of those trends. And yeah, he calls them trends. You mean the, 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 the stuff that you wrote? <laughs> the stuff right. that you planned, yeah. that you wrote books on? Acceleration of the trends. Of course, a unique opportunity. Oh, it's a, un- a unique opportunity that you literally ran a drill on before it began. Who reset our global agenda to do something about all those negative developments. I include also the lack of international cooperation. Well, you know what that means? That means individual countries that are sovereign and don't listen to the UN. That's what that means. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Lack of, lack of international cooperation. This guy's like a mix between a James Bond villain and, and, and the Terminator. He sounds like, like a Schwarzenegger thing in there. Negative developments. Yeah. I include also the lack of international cooperation. Because if we don't address those issues, we will end up in a much worse world. Because if you don't address the issues, we will destroy the world anyway. I mean, these people. You know, his little, his little like puppet uh, is like, uh, you know, I could see them like uh, talking and working together. Is Greta Thunberg, too. Yes. It's like, uh, that's his real, that's her, that's his real, her uh, real father. Is that, that might be her. Yeah. Yeah. That might be her real father. And he's. He's just like, we will going to reset the world. You will do what we tell you to do. And I'm like, dude, you're like a villain. And she's like, how dare you? And Biden's like, come on, man. I mean, li- this come guy, on, listen to this guy. This is just. That we are today. So let's use this uh, window. I like the German accent. I took German, but this isn't German. This is like super villain. Opportunity. And let's recreate a global framework, which we can control. Really is in line with the requirements of a society in the 21st century. Mm. There you go. Mm. A society Show in the 21st century. Show me your papers. Yeah, where are the papers? Give me the papers. You must have the papers. <laughs> See, the, the funny is you can make fun of Germans like that, but in China, they don't even ask you for papers. If you're just walking, they just kill you. They don't even, yeah. at least in Germany, they ask you, do you have the papers? Papers, please? You know? Do you do? Yeah. I is the I don't I can't remember the German what is it um ist I don't remember what it is but in China they just kill you <laughs> that's the point they don't even ask no papers 
Even if you have your papers, I do have paper. They shoot you because it's all for the exactly. party. Exactly. Yeah. No, that guy sounds uh, just very evil. Oh, yeah. Totally evil. Just like I, I, I just, this is the words that he's speaking. Not even like yeah, the accent makes it funny. Like he's like a, a super villain, but his words are are telling you what he what he's doing and telling you the the true nature of the man is he's a complete scumbag like yeah. the rest of them. Yeah, they they. I mean, that's the thing, Mike. Uh, well, I want to bring up the music here, but they, that's the thing. They they literally write books. Like the the former uh, White House science czar under Obama wrote a book about how they wanted to microchip women to prevent fertilization of eggs to control the population through microchips and through free health care. And then under the Obama administration, they passed, you know, Obamacare, which is supposedly free health care. Like they wrote books on how to sterilize the population. They wrote textbooks. They write white papers. They write science fiction novels that aren't even science fiction. Aldous Huxley later came out, wrote a Brave New World Revisited, edited it and said, look, this isn't a joke. This isn't a novel. This is real. We plan to do this to you. I mean, they write about it. They tell you what they're going to do. Yeah, they tell you. I mean, go on the CIA website. They've got documentations of, of released papers on remote viewing and time travel. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, uh, you know, it's ridiculous, man, what they put out there. Most people don't take the time to read or have no clue. Uh, but you're right. They put the information out there uh, on the cover of The Economist. They'll tell you right <laughs> yeah, now what's yeah. gonna, what they're trying to do for the future. But most people are just in a rat race. Uh, and they, uh, they're just trying to, they live paycheck by paycheck and they're just, uh, they're not informed. Uh, they're not well read and they're basically the masses of, uh, you know, what they, they talk about. They're easy to control because they're just, uh, they're just not awake. Not, they're not alive. I mean, when the average person, it's not an insult, but when the, any of us, me, you, when the average person, when we're just like consumed with something very simple and it could be a, a good thing, you know, we don't think there are literally supervillains who movies are based on people like this. Like, I mean, the, the Smithers from The Simpsons, the guy's based on, like, the Rothschilds. He's literally right. modeled yeah. after, like, one of the Rothschilds. <laughs> it's based yeah. on real supervillains. Like, these people are real, and it just seems unfathomable because we saw that. As, I, Daniel Craig was in that movie. He, he, got, he defeated Spectrum at the end, or Spectre at the end, you know? And he got the woman. It was, that's how yeah. it worked. It's not how it works in the real world. And these these people, I don't know, man. I, anyway, I appreciate you joining us on the show, Mike. Yes. Have a good night. Take care, everybody. All right. Take care, Mike. I'm Ryan Gable. This is The Secret Teachings. That's Mike D. Jack joined us earlier. This show will be in the archives at www.thesecretteachings.info, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings. If you'd like to contact us, rdgable at yahoo.com rdgable at yahoo.com and don't forget about the subscription deal on the website $40 for a one year subscription access to all the books digitally and a free physical book with that subscription free shipping in the United States stay safe stay informed we'll talk to you on the next broadcast Time may be up for tonight's broadcast of The Secret Teachings, but don't worry, you can still catch us Monday through Friday right here exclusively on The Fringe FM. You can also subscribe to the show and montage archive while grabbing my books at thesecretteachings.info. To get in contact with us, you can email the show at rdgable at yahoo.com. Stay tuned to KTLK Digital Broadcasting. 
The Fringe FM. Want more of The Fringe? Check out thefringe.fm for more information on your favorite shows. Also, don't forget to check out the Fringe mobile app or the other ways you can tune in through the Paranormal Radio app and talk stream live. Where the normal and paranormal collide, it's the Fringe FM. You are listening to The Secret Teachings. To contact the show, to share information and your opinion, or give recommendations, email rdgable at yahoo.com. Visit the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash The Secret Teachings, or visit the website at www.thesecretteachings.info. Do you like The Secret Teachings and Ryan's passionately balanced approach to subjects from food and health to the entertainment industry and the occult? Then check out Ryan's books, available in PDF and softcover with free shipping in the United States. For a practical, balanced, and unique look at the food industry, vaccinations, the theories of disease, and geoengineering, grab a copy of Food Philosophy. For a deeper look into artificial intelligence, UFO cults, black goo, and packs made with the devil in the music and entertainment industry, have a look at the technological elixir. Or look for Ryan's masterpiece, Occult Arcana, an encyclopedia of occult knowledge spanning from mythology and science to symbols and sigils, from ritual magic to voodoo, and from comparative religion and psychic abilities to paranormal activity. All three books can be purchased on the website at thesecretteachings.info, where you can read reviews from other authors and radio hosts around the world. Just visit thesecretteachings.info. Why listen to The Fringe FM? We are your number one source for talk radio the mainstream media won't touch. Joe Roop brings you everything occult with lighting the void. Ryan Gables shatters paradigms with esoteric knowledge on the secret teachings. Gigi and Cortana explore the inner workings of our reality with Shift Happens. Jess of the Rogue Report brings you years of research to explore the hidden facts behind alternative topics. And myself, Alex Exum of Live Talk, the so-called Joker in the deck. We are the Fringe FM. This is Jess Rogie from the Rogie Report News, and I literally sift through hundreds of articles a week to bring you the best in Fringe News. Check out the Rogie Report News here on the Fringe FM. You can't handle the truth! Every year around the holidays, we heavily discount our subscriptions and books here at The Secret Teachings. That means you can get a one-year subscription to our archive, which includes the Montage Archive and all of my digital books, the published and the unpublished ones. You will also get an autographed physical copy of your choice of one of my published books, either Food Philosophy, The Technological Elixir, or Occult Arcana, shipped free in the United States. All of this for the discounted price of $40 throughout the holiday season. Just visit www.thesecretteachings.info and donate via PayPal or use the email rdgable at yahoo.com. Come join us on The Secret Teachings where you'll learn things like the origin of the word holiday. It comes from the Old English holiday, meaning holy day. So celebrate the holy days with The Secret Teachings for yourself as a gift or for someone else www.thesecretteachings.info Hi, this is Dave Cruz of Beyond the Strange and you're listening to Ryan Gable 
of the secret teachings right here on the fringe fm join me on a journey where getting lost is the only true destination where happiness is an illusion here where the past present and future all coexist on the same timeline welcome to a future where our true re- reflection is only revealed once the screen goes dark. Welcome to the darkness. I hope you find it enlightening. Broadcasting somewhere between that which is above and that which is below. It's KTLK Digital Broadcasting, The Fringe FM. Clyde Lewis from Ground Zero Radio, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings with Ryan Gable. Hi, it's David Childress from Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to The Secret Teachings.